Star Wars 7x7 episode 3393. All right, we're going to talk today about the Ahsoka series again. We're going to be talking about those crazy giant statues that we saw at the very end of the episode, the final episode, and what exactly they mean. This one's for Clone Wars fans. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So whereas the Ahsoka series was very much a love letter to Star Wars Rebels fans, there was definitely also some love given to fans of the Clone Wars as well. And one of the biggest ways that was demonstrated was in a reveal that happened at the very end of episode eight, the last episode in the series, when we see Balin Skull marching through the wilds of Peridia and arriving at this promontory lookout point where he can see these giant edifices, these giant statues that have been carved apparently into the sides of the mountain, depicting at least two people, but there are probably actually three there. If you've watched The Clone Wars, and also I guess if you have watched the World Between Worlds episodes of Star Wars Rebels, you will recognize the two that remain as the father and the son of the Mortis gods who appeared in a three-episode story arc in the third season, I believe it was, of The Clone Wars. The one that is crumbled into the right of the father, but then screen left of Balin, would be the daughter, and that, of course, is particularly fascinating that that statue is crumbled. And, spoiler alert, in the Mortis arc of the Clone Wars, all three Mortis gods die. They're dead. <laughs> Basically, the son tries to stab the father, but the daughter gets in the way and gets stabbed instead, and her life force is used to save Ahsoka, and then the father ends up killing himself, which then weakens the son, and then Anakin kills the son, so all the Mortis gods are dead. So... The fact that the daughter statue is crumbled, whereas the fathers and the son are still standing, is a little bit unusual. So in other words, it's kind of weird that even though all three Mortis gods are dead, that two of those statues are still standing. I mean, yeah, I suppose, you know, Marauders or, you know, Thrawn <laughs> out of control with his Star Destroyer could have crashed into the daughter's head or something like that. There are certainly other potential explanations, but it is rather interesting that the daughter's statue is the only one that's not intact. It does make one wonder if the Mortis gods are actually truly dead or if this was, you know, some metaphorical, ethereal thing that was happening on another plane in another realm, and it doesn't necessarily translate in a literal way what happened in Season 3 of The Clone Wars. But something clearly did happen because there's a convor, which is that sort of owly looking bird, keeps showing up around Ahsoka, and Ahsoka was saved by the daughter with what remained of her life force during that mortis arc. So there is a deep tie between the daughter and Ahsoka, and now of course we have Ahsoka on Peridia there too, so that adds some complication to the lore. Not to mention the convor showing up there, which, I mean, there isn't a convoy traveling around with Ahsoka. We've never seen Ahsoka walking around with that thing perched on her shoulder like a parrot. So the convoy is manifesting, showing up out of nowhere. 
Now, another way and sort of an ominous way that you could potentially interpret the lack of a daughter statue on Peridia is that the force is unbalanced on Peridia and in specific that it is leaning over to the dark side of the force, which means Ahsoka's presence on there certainly would you know, cause some issues and also offer some opportunities for a rebalancing of things. But if Balin is going looking for power beyond, you know, anyone's wildest imaginings, then it's definitely not going to be light side force power unless he's hoping to take the place of the daughter, which kind of seems unlikely because of how we talked about the Jedi Order and, you know, what it stood for and what it didn't actually fulfill. Of course, it may be a little simplistic, a little too binary to consider that if Balin is after power, then he's going to be heading over to the dark side of anything. But it doesn't seem like he has any particular will for making the galaxy a better place. It certainly does seem like he's only interested in power for you know his own interest and usage. And the fact that these statues are even there in the first place also does open up the possibility that there were Jedi on this planet or progenitors of the Jedi, ancestors of the Jedi, ancestors of you know Force users who were able to connect with the idea of a duality in the Force of a light side and a dark side and the balance that's required of it. I'm saying that because, you know, when we see other depictions or specifically the one on Lethal of the mother and the son and the daughter, I mean, that's also in a Jedi space. And so... Ugh, yeah, it does feel like we've got something significant to consider. And for all we know, that could tie into James Mangold's Dawn of the Jedi epic that he has in mind. And as far as Mortis itself, the way that Obi-Wan and Anakin and Ahsoka got to Mortis was through this random obelisk that showed up in a star system out in wild space and then it transported them to Mortis. But nobody knows where Mortis really is or even if it is a place. It's really entirely impossible to say with what we have information-wise at this point. It can't necessarily be Peridia though, or it certainly doesn't seem like Peridia and Mortis are the same thing because of the way that seasons basically changed during the course of a day on Mortis. It was basically going through, you know, whole course of seasons over the course of a day. And we didn't experience that when we were in the Peridia scenes in the Ahsoka series. So I don't think that's it, but it certainly seems like there's a possibility that there could be a gateway to the world between worlds on Peridia and maybe even a gateway to whatever Mortis is as well if that still exists. And so that's what I've got for you about the significance of seeing the statues of the Mortis gods at the end of the Ahsoka series. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.